the most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Another edition of King and Foster live on NRM Streamcast. Tom Mazaway in our studios in Farmington. We go out to the palatial uh, establishment, the Kingdom, out in Plano, Texas. Say hi to Jimmy King. What's up, JK? What's up, Mass? What's up, Good. T? What's going on, fellas? And Terry I'm Foster in his palatial backyard as well. T. Foss? Yes, indeed. Good to be here. Good to be outside. It's a beautiful day here. It sure is. I, I, I think was, we I, finally I, got summer. Yeah, I've been jealous of Jimmy. You know, he's outside. It's <laughs> 80s. Got little T-shirts on and everything. I'm freezing in my basement now. I'm outside. Got my little T-shirt on. Yeah, I'm cool. You got your Panama cool. Jack hat on too. You're looking good. Yeah, right. Panama hat. That's right. All right. Why you? Why don't you lead All us you off here, T? All you need is a All nice right. little drink with an umbrella in it. That's it. I do. I'm looking for that. I got That's some it. sangria in there. I might get some later. There you go. But anyway, uh, I was I was looking on Facebook and uh, they had a poll on there. Uh, and it was just supposed to be for black males to participate in. Oh, I'm going to get mad on this one, <laughs> just, you know, just in case. I'm tan. But when was the first time a police officer held a gun at you? Oh. Yeah, ask well, Jimmy. Go ahead, Jack. Well, Has that ever happened to you, first of all? Yeah. Yes, the first time, the first time a cop pulled a gun on me, um, me and uh, my best friend were, uh, it was the 4th of July, and uh, me, him, and uh, his uncle were in the apartment complex, and uh, we were in the back, you know, away from everything. Um, uh, How old were you? And I was 11 years old, and oh, wow. it was dark, it was dark, and we couldn't see, so... By the time we realized that he was, uh, you know, a few feet from us, uh, he had the gun drawn and, uh, you know, he told us to uh, put our hands, put our hands up and, uh, you know, put our hands on the wall or on the car. So, uh, you know, we complied. But that was my first encounter uh, with the police officers. You know, wasn't any questions. He had the gun drawn and. Um, you know, on on two eleven year old kids. Jesus. Wow. Well, we have something in common. This is pretty scary. Uh, the first time a policeman pulled a gun on me, you know what I was? Eleven, the same age as you. And what happened with us is we were in the neighborhood, and there was this huge fire about three miles away. And uh, so we walked to the fire. We wanted to see it was at night. It was in the summer, so we wanted to see the fire. And they had this gate up. And so, you know, as kids, we're crowded around the gate. We want to see the fire as close as we can. And the fire is still about a quarter of a mile away. The police were there. This policeman turned around because we were on the gate. He turned around and said, he cocked his shotgun and pointed it at us and said, get off that gate. He called us the N-word. Called oh. us a bunch of niggas. And then uh, that gun was pointed right at us. I'm like, damn. I was scared. Got off the gate. But I was like, damn, was it really that serious? Because the fire was a quarter of a mile away. We just had our hands on the gate. But that was the first time that a police officer pulled a gun out on me, 11 years old. So we got I'm that sorry. in common. 
just kind sorry, of Sorry, guys. I really am sorry, guys. There's nothing you can do about you know, it. It's uh, it's a it's a common it's a common it's a unfortunately it's a common thing that happens uh, in the community. So you know we 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 learn how to deal, you know, with law enforcement in that manner at a young age. Unfortunately, whether we are doing anything or not, we could easily be profiled, just like a Tamir Rice chilling, you know, playing at the park or, uh, you know, riding your bike or jogging. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Any moment you have to know how to, you have to be, you know, astute enough to know how to get out of a situation or handle the situation. Mav, question goes to you. When's the first time a police officer pulled a gun out on you and pointed it at you? Fortunately for me, uh, it's never happened. The only time I ever got that close to a police officer is when I got pulled over on the New Jersey Turnpike going 95 miles an hour. That was about it. That's as close as to the brush with me. I was coming back from Rutgers. I was dropped my little sister off at Rutgers right after Super Bowl 25, after the Giants beat the Bills, that Super Bowl. I'll never forget it. I was in my sports car. I was living high. I was, I was so excited, listening to good music and just sucking in those fumes on the New Jersey Turnpike. I was excited. That was it, man, for me. <laughs> foot got heavy, huh? That's it, man. The foot got heavy. No gun. He did tell me, hey, I could take you to jail right now, and that's the last place I ever wanted. I don't want to spend one minute in jail. I mean, I, it's not for me, man. I'm just I'm peace and love. I'm like Ringo Starr. Peace and love. That's it. That's all I care about. That's me too. I don't want to be in jail because I don't want to be in a confined uh, room with that nasty ass toilet by my Ooh. head. Oh my god! Yeah, I would explode because I would never go on that toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Neither would I. Absolutely. That toilet you, becomes your friend. Do you know I have never been in an outhouse? Or an airline bathroom, ever. Wow. <laughs> I've, I've been in an outhouse once. Um, we took a trip to uh, Anniston, Alabama. <laughs> and uh, when we got down there, you know, in the car, you know, in the house and everything, and I said, where's the bathroom? <laughs> and the, the dad of the kid that we were visiting, he pointed out the back <sighs> door and said, it's right out there. I said, are you kidding me? Wow. So that's the only time I've been to an outhouse. I'm talking a porta john. I've never been in a porta john. Really? Yeah, Those never. So bad. All the sporting events you never been yes, in sporting? Never. All never. I'm sorry. How do you know? It's not oh, me. Oh, I get I, it. Oh, no, no, I get it. You're the guy that goes behind the tree. No, 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 no. Guy. I hold my pee. I hold my I pee until I get home. <laughs> I don't drink beer and stuff like that, so I'm good. I can make it through a whole day. What about water? Yeah, you don't drink water yeah. for you. I drink my soda, drink yeah. a baby of water. I drink a little water. I got my water. Clarence brought me a water today, but I can hold it, man. I don't know. I got a I guess I got a kidney and livers of uh, of, of steel. What can I tell you? <laughs> bladder. I meant bladder. <laughs> Unbelievable. You like method man, huh? Sit in the iron lung. I can do it, man. I can hold, man. I can hold bladder. it. I can hold it. When I'm driving to Jersey and it's you know a nine and a half hour ride, if my kids didn't have to stop to go to the bathroom, I'd go right. I would just fill up with gas once. That's all I need. I don't need to go to the bathroom. I'll hold it. 
Yeah, the astronaut lady. That's it, baby. <laughs> you had a diaper, though. You had a diaper. I know. No diaper for me, diaper. thank God. Not yet, at least. I have I peed on the side of the highway. <laughs> I peed in the back of the supermarket, of Kmart. I, I mean, when I got to go, I got to go. I get it. Yeah, so I can't. I'm, I can, I'm not like. My mom I don't know show. what to tell you. I ain't, I ain't I'm none. I'm blessed with a super bladder, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. You're listening to King and Foster here, NRM Streamcast, Terry and Jimmy out in their palatial estates. Go ahead, T. Take it away. Hey, uh, Jimmy, I was, I was curious to both guys about uh, yesterday we had this massive show of force from President Trump who basically told the governors they're weak <laughs> and uh, people running roughshod over you. So he wants to have a photo op in front of a church so he moves, you know, peaceful protesters out. They shoot bullets, rubber bullets. Now they're saying they didn't shoot them with tear gas, even though people are saying we were shot with tear gas. What did you make of that whole thing? I just, I thought in a way Trump was being a boss, but he's been an asshole at the same time. You move all these people out the way so you can take a photo op. That was the most unnecessary thing I've ever seen. Well, how often do we see contradictions in the things that he say and then what he does? And that's not just him. So uh, a lot of politicians. So, I mean, you know, we're conditioned to see something with our own eyes and then allow someone to tell us that's not what we saw. We've been conditioned for years. So, so when the president now does it at this point for me, me being a 46 year old man and seeing things that I never thought I'd see before. Um, it's just, it's, it is, it's, it's crazy to hear uh, our president of the United States, you know, say these things and then go out and, you know, order uh, uh, a peaceful protest to end so that he could take a, an egregious photo op. You know, it's, it's it sounds like a bad movie, but unfortunately, it's it's reality. And, you know, I'm just hoping that the young politicians and the, the leaders, the young leaders, you know, for tomorrow are paying attention to what's going on so that we don't repeat this. You know, we it's this is in history, in my opinion, one of the worst. Ran or led um presidencies and 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 administrations ever and i thought we saw the worst with bush jr and 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 it's worse than that he makes bush jr look like a scholar which is incredible yeah, so close. Here, so here's the thing i yeah george uh floyd has been dead for a week and we've had all these politicians talk about don't riot don't uh you know you know follow uh you know our guidelines and all this stuff and it was wrong here's what i haven't heard how do we fix this i haven't heard anyone use the word police reform i haven't heard anyone say here's what i'm going to do to protect you here's what i'm going to do to make sure this never happens again i was sort of hoping that the president that's would say that <laughs> we still got the same problem that's not the that's right that's why it's not the agenda. That's why I said, why is why why don't we have a national plan? Come on. 
there's somebody in leadership that should have came up with something by now that they should have it should be disseminated across some states if not all the even i know but even if you don't hear a game plan here's what i want to say hi my name is joe smith i'm the senator from california whatever here's what i'm going to do to protect you here's what i'm going to do to make sure this doesn't happen again i'm going to pass i'm going to uh you know uh try to pass this legislation i want to have this rule in place i want to make sure that it's not open hunting season for black males anymore in this country that there is you know equal treatment that's what i would do that's what i'm waiting for just one person to say okay. that and, and and i'm not getting it so far and it's been well, a week what would you do guys what would you do then what is what is the what's the move I think the move is, is you have to come up with some police reform. There has to be, you know, I don't know if you eliminate chokeholds. I don't know if you, uh, you have to create some type of rules of engagement when you uh, arrest somebody, particularly when they're no longer a threat. If they don't have a weapon, if they're in handcuffs or whatever, there has to be some type of protocol. Now, if the guy's got his gun out and about to shoot somebody, you know what? All bets are off. I understand yeah. that. When you've got control of the situation, you got a person in handcuffs, you know, everything is done. Why are you still tasing people? Yes. Um, and you know, the other thing we need to do is we need uh, for other police officers to speak the truth when something happens. Because uh, with George Floyd, they came up with a lie that, uh, you know, he was out of control, that he was acting belligerent, that he was acting drunk. Uh, when they put the knee on him, he was just laying there. So if we didn't have the camera, it would have came out, well, he was fighting police and they couldn't control him, so they killed him. The, the greatest legislation that black people have in this country are, are cell phones. Because a lot of lies that are told by the police are uh, disputed because of the cell phone. We see right. it for ourselves. So thank God for cell phone cameras. We have to get rid of we have to get rid of systemic racism, and 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 it it uh, and it also extends to um, the police force. How is it right. that? The case with the young man jogging and the two white men who chased him down and hunted him like an animal, get off. That's what we're talking about. There's no way for any reason that either one of them should have been free. No, once not they for a seen, second. Not once. They, and that's nope. what we're talking about. So the system is broken. And clearly, like you said, T., the reform, whatever needs to be done. But let's start with that. Let's start with if if we clearly see someone being hunted and killed, there's no, I don't care what you say. You know what I mean? Of course you're going to defend yourself. How, are we that stupid? So no. that's what I'm saying. Like, are we, like, like, let's cut the bull. You know what I mean? Let's, let's deal with what the reality and what what we see we see somebody like that they don't deserve to live no 
He decided to, for whatever reason, take away a husband, a father, a brother, the uncle, a mentor. A son. No reason. He was out minding his business, jogging. And could you imagine someone rolling up behind you with a shotgun? No. No. Those guys. So, so, So why is it that it took months for our system to bring them to justice? Bull. And that's the and problem. It, so until until that ends, we're gonna we're gonna keep pulling one way or the other. How about the have, idiot? How about the idiot v- filming them, videoing them? That guy is almost right, as guilty right. as the, those guys. Exactly. So he's been arrested. Exactly. I know, but they all exactly. the three of them should have been behind all bars people. from the get go. Right. Not waiting we're for a trial. That's, that's, that's not well, the education. But, you know, we, we have to be careful and watch our P's and Q's and, yeah. you know, it's it's tough out there. But, you know, we, we are going through a very tough time right now. You know, we almost forgot we've got a pandemic going on also. Yeah, they forgot about that so, already. That's, that's done, yeah. I guess. Right. So, um, you know, we're going through some rough times, but we'll get through it some way, somehow, hopefully. And uh, next week. I think we almost got Jimmy coming back to Michigan because next week, we could supposedly eat. on Monday, the bars and restaurants are going to open 50% capacity. Jimmy, you coming Uh-oh. home? You coming home? Uh, no, coming no, home? no, no. I'm not coming. I'm not coming. I'm not coming home until you have a couple of weeks of it. <laughs> that first wave. See, this is what happens, right? We all know that the, the closer we are in proximity, it spreads. So that first wave, that first week is going, the people who go out that first couple of weeks run a higher risk of of, of, of catching it. So I'm going to chill and wait a couple of more weeks and let that second wave pass over before I come back to the state. You guys are already right. loose in Texas. What are you kidding? You guys are already running around. I know, I know, but you guys aren't. <laughs> so the ones who have been confined are about to come out and, um, you know, Mingle. let loose, let loose. They're going to let them let loose. I'm going to come in when the letting loose is over. I got kinda you. It's kind of on the tick. All right. Well, you know, I've already been invited to go to like three or four places by people, but the uh, the police here in my house, they're not going to let me out for a week or two. Oh, for sure. Still More than that. House. More than that. I mean, they, they, they're rougher than Gretchen Whitmer. They <laughs> are rougher than Dr. Fauci. You know, I, I got I got it rough here. They're looking out for right. you, man. They're looking out I for know. you. They are. They are. You need a recourse, I'm man. I'm not even allowed go- to get carried out. Somebody else has to get hey, it. Go to the show. <laughs> hey, you at least go to the store. Hey, before we go, man, we got, we got a few minutes left, guys, and we are a, we are kind of a sports bunch of guys here. Now, Terry, yeah. the NBA has got a bunch of proposals out there. Which one? Which one are you guys interested in? You t- take us through them. All right the uh, the proposals are to complete the eighty two game regular season, and I think most. 
played 60, was it 60 something games? Yeah, that's enough. So they, they're talking about finishing the regular season. <laughs> no need. Put a bonk on that one, get rid of it. Uh, the other one is to play, um, uh, the play, I have playoffs with 16 teams, uh-huh. and East and West are mingled together. It doesn't matter if you're in the East or West. I like, I like that, that one. I like that. Uh, so the first round, I was looking at it. The first round would be the Clippers against Brooklyn. I love it. And the reason they're going to be willing to do that is because they play all the games in Orlando. You don't have to worry about travel. The, the big thing is you, you no longer have home court advantage. True. That, that's, that's a bad thing right there. So I don't like that. The other thing at Damian Lillard, uh, I'm going to call it the Lillard proposal, is you would have three or four teams fight for the 16th playoff spot because there's a bunch of teams right there. Best two out of three series. I know you love that, Mass. The best two out of three and not four out of seven. But I'm in favor of that. Whoever, um, you know, have a bus two out of three, determine your 16 seed and let them go. And uh, so I'm, I'm, that's the one I kind of like a little that bit. That lets Zion Williamson get in. Am I correct? Yeah. If he wins. He's got to yes. win that, though. Right. But at least you get to see him. That's what the NBA wants you to do. They want you to see Zion Williamson. And I want to see him, too. Jimmy, you good with this? Exactly. I like the Damien. Damian Lillard uh, proposal. It gives people who are teams who uh, on the bubble who are right there, yeah. yeah, on the bubble, able to you know make it in, and 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 so that does lend and give some credibility to a season into something that no one foresaw coming. So um, I think that kind of gives uh, some some you know. Um, rest to to those people who are on the bubble, but also fans who want to see extra basketball. Uh, you get to see Zion Williamson, who everybody wants to see uh, for a extended period. And who knows? They may have you know, surprise. And 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 two out of three, you know, the, the, it's going to be higher stakes. It's almost like a, a NBA college style, you know, kind of. But um, uh, I think that's the best. Uh, plan a proposal all the way around, in my opinion. I hope it works. Damn. You okay with everything being in Orlando? Yes, because if it's a series, best 10 usually win anyway. The two out of three, you know, it's up in the air, but that's up in the air anyway. Uh, uh, the best four out of seven um, uh, is, is, is your, regardless whether it's at home, uh, away, or neutral, the best team, in my opinion, um, is going to win the majority of the time. All right. Well, I got to ask something for our sports curmudgeon. Uh, <laughs> and that, are you team owner or team players with Major League Baseball proposed with the financial stuff they're talking about? Because the owners want to pay them half yeah. of their salary plus uh, some other takeaways. And the, and the players are talking about they want a full salary. Which I mean, that's a yeah, that's far part of part. We got can we reach some type of compromise with that? I think they're both idiots. I think you're supposed to play eighty. Just play eighty-two games. Give the players half their money. The owners. That's that's the way. You're playing half a season. You get paid for a half a season. That's just the way I want it. I don't want sixty games, and I don't want one hundred eighteen games. Just give me right in the middle, eighty-two games, 
and it'll take you right to the end of October into November and finish the damn season. That's just the way, to me, it should be. Excuse me, Mr. Mathematician. Yes. Technically, half the games will be 81 games. Yes, 81 games then. Sorry. I'll go with 82. That's good enough. That's good enough, man. So play 80, 81, 82, whatever the hell you want. I don't want 118. And I don't want 60. 60 is not enough for baseball. 60 is plenty for basketball and hockey, though. <laughs> we go back to that. Yeah, you're probably right about that. But, yeah, let's do half the games. And I want to see them, uh, you know, and they will probably play and restrict the, uh, the audience. Here's yeah. what I want to do. And this is me being selfish. I want to go down to the games, be outside. Mm-hmm. I may or may not watch the game. I just want to be there and, and kind of enjoy the atmosphere. So uh, that's me being selfish. I want to go to the bars. I want to hang out, eat some stuff, have a couple beers. That's, that's what I miss. That's that's what you, that's what we love sports about. We want to be there. We want to participate. Not everyone's a Jimmy King that gets to play. You got guys like me and you that can only write about it and watch it and talk about it. And so y'all try to, and that's what I'm telling you. You try to restrict something that we love to do. I know. 60 games. You're okay. Games. You're okay, but Jimmy. you want to play every game and get paid for every game now. I know, Jim. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. If it's half a season, cool. We'll get paid half a season. But you got to start somewhere. It's a negotiation tactic. That's all hey. that's going on. Hey, fellas, have a great rest of the next couple of days. Stay healthy. Enjoy that weather. Right. And we'll talk to you again. Love it. Will do. Will do. All the right. Triple threat. Uh, the the nest. They're gone. Another edition they of King and Foster in the books here on NRM Streamcast. Tom Azaway, Jimmy King, and Terry Foster. Make sure you join us again. Thanks to Angel. Thanks to David. We'll talk again on NRM Streamcast. Thank you.